Shabbat Shalom, and welcome to another episode of A Christian Voice. I'd like to start out with a correction of sorts. Let's call it an amendment of my views, shall we? A week or two ago, I said something to the effect of Bibi Netanyahu appearing to embrace Israel's scriptures, and therefore God. After listening to his speech before our Congress, I no longer believe that to be the case. He still seems to be completely leaving God out of the picture. He ended by quoting a Bible verse, but only part of it. He left out the most important part that the entire thing hangs on. Here's what he said, and this is a direct quote. I'll put a video link in the description so you can listen for yourselves. Quote, Be strong and resolute, neither fear nor dread them. End quote. The missing and crucial part of that verse is this, For I, the Lord your God, am with you. This is what Israel needs to hang its hat on. That, and that alone, is what Israel can take to the bank. If Adonai was not with them, then they had better have been afraid. And nothing of a people who had spent how many generations as oppressed slaves? Spent another generation wandering in the desert, and now was going to fight to establish a homeland? If Adonai had not been with them, if Adonai had not given them that homeland, they surely would be an obscure side note of ancient history by now. Quote, if it had not been Adonai who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been Adonai who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us up whole when the wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters would have overwhelmed us. The stream would have gone over our soul. Then the proud waters would have gone over our soul. Blessed be Adonai, who has not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken, and we are escaped. Our help is in the name of Adonai, who made heaven and earth. That's Psalm 124, folks. Here's another statement that leads me to that conclusion. It's one I'm sure you heard a dozen times from the start. Quote, Even if Israel has to stand alone, Israel will stand. End quote. What's wrong with that? It sounds wonderful, noble, the absolute right thing for a nation's leader to say. Ah, but here's the rub. This isn't any nation of the world. This is Israel. Israel is not like other nations of the world, though they've wanted to be since day one. They are separate, set apart to be a holy nation unto God, a royal priesthood. So what I hear in that statement is an untruth. Israel will never be alone. Israel, as a nation, can never be alone. And the individual that turns their heart to Adonai will also never be alone. He is with them. He has always been with them, even when they couldn't see how. As he is with a Christian today in our hardships, losses, persecutions, and sufferings. You may look around in the moment and wonder, where is he? Only later, looking back, can we usually see his hand in things? Hindsight being twenty-twenty and all, right? even if Israel has to stand alone. I pray Mr. Netanyahu's eyes are open to see and rest securely upon the fact that Israel will never be alone. And the truth that if every human who ever lived and ever will live would stand as one and pit themselves against God, 
he would still win. Yes, he would, because he is God and not we ourselves. Netanyahu does go on to say that he knows Israel is not alone because America stands with Israel. Oh, if only he had given credit to the right source. If only he'd included the one who is Israel's truest ally, the one in heaven. Still, though he know it or not, though he or any other leader acknowledge it or not, Adonai is still the God of his people. He is still with them. And yes, he, the divine almighty, has given them that land for an inheritance forever. Okay, how's that for a short correction? I didn't intend to spend the whole show on that subject, but hey, I'm here. Might as well continue with the breakdown of the speech you surely have not heard elsewhere. Here are a few things I noted that America should take heed to. The current Ayatollah Khomeini tweets, not that I follow his or anyone else's tweets. This is all from the speech before Congress. So he apparently tweets, in English, that Israel must be annihilated. Sidebar. Why does everyone always think Israel must be annihilated, destroyed? If any other nation had genocide called down upon them, the world would be outraged. They would act swiftly to stop any such thing. I'll tell you why. It's because they know that Adonai is with Israel, and they hate him. They also fear him, and people act desperately when they fear enough. If only they knew him. If they would just embrace the fact that he longs for them to come to him for forgiveness, reconciliation. He will forgive. He loves to forgive. He loves it. He delights in it. Because Adonai, Hashem, is good. He is so good. Well, guess who else's annihilation has been called for? Ours. That's right, America. Not, unfortunately, because we as a nation honor the one true God anymore. No, rather, because we stand with Israel. Well, somewhat, anyway. Let's wake up to the fact that those who hate Israel also hate us. Here are some more great points from the speech. Iran's founding documents call for, quote, death, tyranny, and the pursuit of jihad, end quote. So, you establish a nation for the purpose of death, for the purpose of tyranny, for the purpose of jihad. Netanyahu made a great parallel. America's three tenets are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Let's compare these ideals side by side when we're looking at this issue. America, life. Iran, death. America, liberty. Iran, tyranny. America, the pursuit of happiness. Iran, the pursuit of jihad. <sighs> and all those things come from the Declaration of Independence, if you did not know. More good points. The, quote, voracious appetite for aggression, end quote, that Iran has displayed throughout its history. That a nuclear Iran is a, quote, potential nuclear nightmare, end quote. That if the world allows Iran to become armed, the Middle East will become, quote, crisscrossed by nuclear tripwires, end quote. Wow. Powerful visual, and most certainly true. That Iran and ISIS share common goals. 
the absolute destruction of both Israel and America. That, in the case of these two, quote, the enemy of your enemy is your enemy. End quote. The last statement I want to share today is this, that we should not, quote, sacrifice the future for the present, end quote. If it were even a matter of benefiting in the present, I might take a different stance on this. But America has nothing, let me repeat that, nothing to gain from giving Iran deals. Nada. We don't actually need Iran in any way, my opinion. The entire world, however, needs Israel. More than that, the entire world needs the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The world needs to come to him through his son, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of the Most High, manifested as Yeshua, salvation. Yeshua, Yehovah, Jonah 2.9, salvation is of Adonai, Yeshua is Adonai. Thanks for listening. Copyright 2015, A Christian.